I am Josh Galindo. I've built several successful businesses utilizing the one tool everybody has, the mind. I am here to guide, coach, and prepare you. We will debate, discuss, and grow our minds together so you can obtain your own success. Fuck average, be legendary. This is my podcast. Let's roll, Dan. What do you got? Well, your dating structure is a very... I would say it's probably appealing to 30% of females and men out there. Interesting. That's a quite, that's a, that's an awfully low percent. Yeah. I'm why like, do you wait, say that? We'll, <laughs> we'll just, finish and then we'll ask why you say that. Traditional Italian families, traditional like Mexican families, traditional mm. like, they're like man, work, pay for everything. Women, stay home, don't contribute, make sure home is good. My yeah. grandma like was appalled when she heard that I was charging Angie anything for that. <laughs> <laughs> appalled. <laughs> How could you do that? I'm like, because it's four grand. Like, what do you right. put something in here? Right. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know yeah. me. I fucking support the shit out of that. Yeah. And Crystal does too. She's all about it. Mm-hmm. What do you want to hear, Dan? Well, I got. I just want to hear from Crystal. I kind of want to hear because I Crystal. think some women hear that like, oh my god, she paid on the vacation. I'm sure some women were like, what the fuck? This guy's a dick. Why did he do that? So you guys is. Uh, First vacation. Yeah. At what point, when he lays out the, the expenses of the trip, were you offended? No. You were like, this is cool. Yes. Okay. Good answer. Do you want to know why? Why? <laughs> well, I just felt like even when I was um, like dating in the bars and stuff and everything, and you can attest to this because when I first met you, you offered to buy me a drink and it's like, no, I got my own drink. We were at Stoney, so it was a dollar. No, no. We were <laughs> <Wow>. at Nora's. <laughs> Thank we you. We were Fucking at Nora's. Big, you, big, you big stud, you. I'm kidding. We were Anyways, <laughs> anytime I went out and someone offered to buy me a drink, I was like, I'm good. One, because I didn't want to get drugged, but also I didn't want to feel like I owed anybody anything. I felt like if I could pay my own way and pay for myself, I don't owe you anything. And I think that's probably why. What do you think that, that stemmed from? Like, did your parents teach you that? Did you witness someone? Did you did you did I idolize never, someone that looked independent to you and you wanted to mimic that? Why? I didn't want to be viewed as a taker because I'm not a taker. Just always being about giving. Yeah. That's and it's it. like, if I take something from you, then I owe you something. I need to give you something back. So if I can just pay my own way, I don't owe you anything. I didn't take anything from you. So you're just a very mutual relationship. You don't want any, does it stem from resentment? Like, oh, now they think I owe them something for doing this. No, because I would say my relationships before Josh, I was the one that paid for everything. And uh, maybe I didn't like it. Maybe I You actually got a half off discount. <laughs> Wait a minute. Subconsciously, I'm like, wow, you're paying for yourself? This is fucking great. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Another thing, what did your friend say? Because I know you told him, like, oh yeah, Josh laid out the expenses. Yeah, I want to hear didn't. if you hated. You didn't tell anyone? No, because I didn't really think, honestly, I didn't think of it as a thing. I really didn't. Wow. She's a good girl. She is. I think Josh was trying to test me. Uh, if I was trying to test you, it was it stemmed from because I wanted I liked you and mm-hmm. I wanted to test you to see. You're if like you I'm were gonna break her. Cause. I'm gonna break her. Yeah, let me see when she breaks. Even if yeah. you did break, I could recover from the break, but I could at least see how far I could push or 
or or what temperament you were made of. It was strike three. It was eating the Cheetos in the morning, eating the burger in the morning. And you got Man, one more isn't strike. Isn't it crazy how much he remembers? From that trip? Oh my God, Danny. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't believe she fucking No, he was talking about this the other day. I edit all of his oh, videos okay. now. Oh, that's right, because you edit But the Cheetos strike one. No, burger, no, no, they weren't just two. Cheetos. They were hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. So <laughs> anyone listening would agree with me that hot Cheetos for breakfast does you got sound great. red fingerprints on the nice white bed sheets. No, Josh's didn't. fucking that's OCD fucking... has gone through the roof that's bullshit that's a lie is this hot cheetos i wasn't like dirty about it there was and here's the other thing he wanted to take me to go get food and he's still the same way oh you're hungry we we don't need that it's like okay good thing i had my snack eat eat this bible paper (laughs) (laughs) it'll hold you over (laughs) oh my god this is good this is so good um (laughs) i remember we were driving down the road, and I remember hearing you just un, un, unroll that bag and just start munching on hot Cheetos. I'm like, well, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? Did you did you take me to breakfast? You still no, do that? No, I don't. I, I remember. I remember we did not. I don't. I don't know why I refused to take you to breakfast because you weren't hungry. <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know what it was. Maybe it, you know what it probably s- was. Honestly, it might have been that I was being very cheap and I was budgeting out how how I was gonna feed myself whether it was lunch is gonna be breakfast be the, and, yeah. and lunch or i had food at the hotel room i could see myself being like i have three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at the hotel room <laughs> i'm not fucking taking you to breakfast and spending 80 dollars. right and you didn't need to pay for me but i didn't know i was that hungry yet. i, I didn't was know hungry that i was used to all these other hoe bags he's like just get to 1 p.m lunch <laughs> and it's 11 45 she's like i want breakfast <laughs> fuck just hang in there <laughs> Let's go back to that question because that was a solid ass question. I was just going to say I have never really been super great with receiving. So I think that's also another like why I probably just wanted to pay for myself. I I wonder if if that's super deep and and interesting or if that's just simply qualifies under like the love language thing. Because instead of being a big receiver, Mm -hmm. um, your love language is giving. So to receive is like completely unsatisfying for you. I mean, I break out in hives. <laughs> well, I got a question. Why? Because I've heard a lot of girls say that. Why do they feel like the need to pay for guys everything? Because I've heard a bunch of girls were like, oh, I pay for all the food. I did it. I'm like, at what point? Why is that okay with you to where you just do it so much and it's a natural instinct? It's much more than just being a giver, right? I can answer some of that. But go ahead, baby. You, you fight. Is it manipulation by the man? You're talking about the girl paying? Yeah, I've heard it. Like- I think it's a fear of um, abandonment or uh, being left, or fear of being left behind. I think it's fear of being abandoned. So they do any, that's why these women will do anything. You start looking at these relationships and you're like, the girl drives the man in her car, pays the rent in her house, pays for the food for her man and herself. Logical men like you and I are looking at that dynamic going, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? Well, the reality is, is that at that point, she's so addicted to a man being there, forget a special man, just a man being there, that she will, at that point, she'd walk over hot coals to stay with him. She'd sit on a railroad track and let the train run her over before letting that man leave her in fear of being abandoned. What else, if you have a better I explanation? No, I was, ju- I was just going to say, would a I woman think- do could, all it, that? could it be the man taking advantage of a giving woman? Knowing he oh, can push it. Yes, too. there's definitely that. And, but and, I think and that guy's a piece of shit for the yeah, record. You guys are I think fucking that, dirt bags. I think that if she's doing that, she's saying like, okay, if I'm doing all this, he's not going to leave. He at least owes it to me to stay. 
And maybe that's why I wanted to pay for myself because I didn't want you to feel like you owed it to me to stay. And that, and I think that's okay. I think that's okay. I and think it's I think a very that, mature. It's a very mature thing. I think it just there's a line, just like with anything, mm-hmm. where it becomes unhealthy. Yes, that's all. That was healthy. Yeah. Now, if all of a sudden, to Danny's point, we're driving to California in your car, you're paying for the gas, I'm living with yeah. you. You're, that's an unhealthy space. Yeah. But no, I, I, yeah. I think that up to that point, it's totally. I think that's where it's healthy. Just because well, I dated a girl and. Well, the reason I liked her is we started off talking. She's like, I was in a relationship where I paid for everything and I did this and I just got out of one that was very similar. And I'm like, mm. fuck, doesn't it suck when they just rely on you to pay for everything? She's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's You like to do it. You want to pay for it until they're like expecting you to. And then you're like, wait a minute, this isn't as fun to give yes. when you're just expecting it. Yes. Well, look, think- what, look what this chick did. Mrs. Independent. I pay for all my boyfriend shit. Now she dates me. It switched where I started paying for everything again. <laughs> He's like, wait a second. And I stopped talking to her because of it. Yeah. On my I, birthday, I was paying for everything. And I'm like, you couldn't even have picked up the fucking breakfast uh-huh. right? after I took you on a big big trip. I think it, it's wrong. But what changed in her head? That's what I'm trying to figure it out. Like, you're a giver until a guy's willing to give you everything. Then you're like, I'll just take it. I never want to be viewed that way. I don't want that to be the perception of me. So that's probably why I was fine with you presenting me with a bill. I'm like, great, this is easy. Yeah, you didn't have any insecurity around it. <laughs> it's kind of dry. <laughs> some of these chicks, man, uh, I'm going to get pinned to the wall for this, but some of these women, yeah, you are. <laughs> what I think happens there, Danny, is that they felt so abused. You know, just men and women both do this. It could be woman A, uh, woman B, woman C, all create pain and wounds for a man. Now, all of a sudden... Uh, women are the problem and the source of this pain for this man. When in the reality, A, B, and C are who create it. So D rolls up and she's a gym, like what you just described about uh-huh. yourself. And I'm so burnt from yeah. woman A, B, and C and clumping all of these women into one that when D rolls up it's and, and shows a, 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 a sliver of, of kindness and vulnerability by paying, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to stick it to her. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I bet that's what happened. This chick went from being so abused that she clumped men together. I'm going to fucking abuse the next one that comes to me. And then Danny rolls up with this great (laughs) attitude and mentality and she just fucking abuses him. And I think that actually is very true and accurate. And that's why I think so many of these relationships fail because as soon as these chicks get a good one or as soon as these guys get a good one, you got to be fair both ways. Yeah. They sabotage it because they're so bitter and angry from the previous relationship that they take it out on the right one. Yeah. That's why I stayed single for 11 years. <laughs> I know. I love the I, the dynamic here is very special. So if you're just tuning in to listen to this, Danny has been single for 11 years. Uh, same <laughs> age as I, 38. Yeah. Um, never married, no kids. You've got me and you've got Crystal and I mm-hmm. married for... 12 years. Yeah. Um, four children. Together for 15. Together for 15. So I think it's a really awesome dynamic how, you know, if we're going to go into relationship stuff. and Yeah. Well, I'm not single like. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been about a year that I've been in a relationship. So. And you're loving it? Yes. She lives with me. She yells at me. She, <laughs> she picks up after me. Bro, it's a special thing. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what did you think about at the Troy Kern speaking event when I said... Uh, it, it was. I'm, I'm parroting what I had heard, so I don't want to take claim to the statement. But when a woman is confident and owns 
her space in a feminine with feminine energy and a man is confident owns his space in masculine energy the two works perfectly yeah there's no and yeah. and, and, and yeah. to prove that it works perfectly it's been working since the caveman days yeah it if works it, with monkeys if it didn't work <laughs> we would have collapsed as a society or a species 500 million years ago it's also mm -hmm. going to pin you against the wall but yeah, i get what you're saying <laughs> it's just so true crystal do you feel like you you live powerfully and strong in your feminine space i do yeah do i ever I uh jump into that space and try to inject my my opinion in a space that i have no understanding not of? often enough to even remember really okay do you think if we reverse that statement with me do you think i jump into your lane <laughs> Not, not enough that matters. Right. No. Your no. lane's also fucking scorching a million degrees behind you. Like to get in your lane, you're going to have to fucking deal with a little heat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a fire jumper. Yeah, I you got to put on your gear. Chris is a fire jumper. <laughs> All right. What other hot topics we got? Um, what are we thinking? I was going to say on to your, uh, your, what you were just saying, the feminine energy. Yes. They're saying like, I don't know. I'm, if you go on Twitter, fucking kids fighting teachers. Like this oh, might have been happening this so whole time. Sad. Right. I know. But someone's theory behind that was the fact that women are working more as well as men. The whole family dynamic is fucked up. Yeah. The guy's supposed to work. Like one of the videos you said, or the guy or the woman, but someone's supposed to be home loving these kids and and showing them the right way to do things and the wrong way to do things. But when both parents are working. You fucked up the whole family dynamic. It's fucked up. Who's home with these kids? Who's teaching them to do? Like, I know how to do my laundry from my mom because she was home all the time. Yeah. She taught me every Sunday we clean the house. We do things like, and it's still stuck with me today. And these yeah. poor kids, they're just on TikTok learning how to live. Can't agree more. I don't know the, the solid answer there, but yeah, I think, I know we were in unique situations because we, right. we were raised with single single parents. Um, so... But I could tell you that the uh, my ability to get into trouble was be the, due to the lack of supervision, hundred percent. I wouldn't have done ninety percent of this bad shit I did if I knew either my dad or my mom was if my mom was watching and reporting home to uh, reporting to dad when he got home. And when yeah. dad gets home, he yeah, kicked dude, your ass. No way, no. no way. You know what I always found interesting was when I find these, you know, handsome because I, I always thought for a minute that maybe it was because we were you know, kind of studs and growing up that maybe it allowed us to open spaces in the universe of the world that some others wouldn't have access to because we have charisma and, and ambition and drive and high energy. But then I would meet a kid that also has that and never got in trouble. And I was like, what? That is so weird. Yeah. And it was because he had a dad and his dad would fucking kick his ass. But it didn't mean that he lacked energy, charisma, yeah. enthusiasm, ambition. He just knew how to do the world right. You know, and I think that's how our kids are going to be. Yeah, I think that's how they'll be, too. I mean, I was great. I never got into any trouble. Well, you're, you're... And my mom was home. <laughs> right? yeah. no, I think it's true, Dan. I think that's a great point. It is. I mean, there's because I remember my dad, he would he was a coach on our baseball team. So like up until like seven or eight, he was around and took us to sporting events. So for me, I had the dad. And then he left. That that to me seems tougher, if you want my opinion. Yeah, like you lose your best friend and you're kind of cognizant oh. of it. Like I'm Can seven or eight. Danny's going to make me cry. You just said lost his best friend. <laughs> well, you do. It's your dad. His, <laughs> his license plate said the boys on his big oh, lifted Suburban. No we went fishing every weekend. Like I had a fucking full-blown dad. I didn't know that, Danny. Yeah, and then seven or eight years old, he goes off and obviously there's a story behind that, but then he left. And then wow. me and my brother are like, 
fuck. That's fucked up. It was fucked up. We had Tom, which is a good thing. I was just going to say, even though you have somebody else step in, that doesn't take away from what happened. Oh, no. You lose your fucking dad. Like, dad is dad. Yeah, like, you can't replace dad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's your homie. Like, Tom stepped in as kind of like a big brother. That's why I still love Tom today, because sure. he came in. What he, a stud. He actually took us to Six Flags while my mom served my dad with papers like, hey, you know, you're only getting weekends and if that, because you're, you're going off the deep end. So we actually spent the weekend with Tom. We came back, and that's when we learned that dad just said, you know what, fuck it, I'm out. So he didn't even want to see us. So oh. he just left. Oh, it was so conscious. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, for up, for me, it was so not conscious. I, I had to put all those pieces together. You didn't yeah, right, have to right. use your imagination. I watched right. him leave. You watched it. Oh, man. <laughs> you know Did you literally that? watch? No, like I mean, technically, the last no, I saw him drive off the last time. I didn't know it was the last time. At that moment, But sure. you get back from Six Flags, and it's like, okay, you know your dad's gone like well he'll see you when he sees you it's wild how how much uh how how big the role is for a parent in a child's life and the impact yeah too, even like i see like 16 year old kids like there's gonna be a moment where beckham's 16 where you're teaching him 16 year old life lessons yeah like that's where me and you kind of met like we don't have anyone to fucking show us this bullshit right no no the, a deep wound was i had to learn how to shave and I had to learn how to, it, it didn't seem like a big deal, but I had already learned how to shave. Mm -hmm. And one of my mom's boyfriends, which I always say my mom had like four boyfriends, meaning that she didn't like serial date. She had four solid men in her life, right, or, right, know, right. whatever it was to give her credit. But one of her boyfriends tried to show me how to shave, but I'd already been shaving. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck, there's like actually a uh, technique, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And I remember feeling Instead of like, trial and error. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, to go this way on this yeah, one, not yeah. go with the grain, go against it, you know, the whole nine. And uh, and I remember that one hurt because I remember thinking I wish someone would have taught me that. Even to tie a tie. Like there's just some boy shit where yeah. you get to that point. You kind of want your dad to teach you how to Yeah, do and that, I think, and then sure. it's, I feel like it gets re-triggered every time, does it? It probably does, but I think we're living in such a shallow, con unconscious you know, space great. at that age that you just shove it down. And we know. all had shitty dads, our whole friend group. Like, no one would ever <laughs> Did get... you know that? I did know that. I mean, in the office also has... I'm the only one that has, like, a good, solid Fucking dad. Fucking Rick. <laughs> Making all the other dads look he, bad. He's, he's, he's a good one. Taking them to sporting events. God damn it. Right. Showing up to the grandkids. <laughs> Going to grandkids soccer games, not just mine. What were you going to say, say? We didn't attract one dude that no. had a dad that we might possibly subconsciously look at like that piece of shit. I think that's something to be... There's something to be said there. I think that is so true with energy and, and standards and life is you truly attract, you, you just attract whatever it is that you're, you're consciously projecting. I yeah. don't even know how to describe it, but like that, that wasn't by choice, Dan. No. But <laughs> we were operating in that energy, whatever. I don't even know how to describe it with like some great sounding clip, but I'll just try to get into it. We were operating in that energy, and that energy was so powerful that if like a quality dude with a dad rolled up, it was like boom, Bounce. he, yeah, bounced right off. <laughs> yeah, instantly. Like we were like, nope. So it's just interesting that, no. that you, you know, you oh, just that. a bunch of insecure, good-looking buff kids <laughs> trying to have <laughs> sex buff? to to fill in the. Oh, we were buff. <laughs> Danny, I've seen pictures of you from. I high was school. buff for a little hundred fifty-pound kid. Dude, what's funny <laughs> is we all thought we were buff, and then yeah. you look back, we're like, dude, I was scrawny, and I yeah. thought I was jacked.
I look back, I'm like, man, I was tiny. Yeah. No, but in the thing is, is I don't want anything to do with that little body. It's <laughs> funny. I want, is, I want a woman. I looked at videos on my phone from when I first got here in 2017. And I remember oh watching God. you at that time. And I'm like, this motherfucker's old. Yeah. <laughs> like you had like little grays. And I look at you now, I'm like, this dude twice the size. <laughs> like I thought you had grown then. Yeah. You were 32. Yeah. I feel like you looked older then, honestly. Really? Yeah, I do. And the good thing for Danny and I is that. We get better looking. With yeah, age. it's oh, just yeah. so fair. <laughs> no Botox, no, no nothing. No. We just get gray. I don't right. get Botox get either. Yes. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Angie just got her little shots. Did she get them? Yeah. She said when she was like a year ago, she's putting on makeup and it started crustifying in the line and she yeah. was just like, oh, no. Yeah. Did you know what I just told Crystal? And I'll uh, share it with you to share with her. Is that. Is I okay? So I have to kind of give you the backstory. Yeah. So I have a few older friends. I won't even identify where they're at or who they are. Um, and then they have beautiful wives. I'm sure in their mind they're beautiful wives. But I just met their wives, so I don't know how old these guys are. They're kind of acquaintances. Say hi to. But then I run into them, you know, somewhere else. And I I'm looking at the wife. I'm like, man, she is much older looking. And then it happened again. And then it happened again. So it happened three times. Much older looking than the the man. Than the man. You know, so assuming they're probably the same age, though. But we know that women, unfortunately, can age a little bit. Can age. Men age better than women. Well, especially I think white women age the fastest. Yeah. Like 100 percent. Really? Asian women, you don't even know. Yeah. White women are like privilege. Yeah. (laughs) What a privilege to look like. (laughs) first. But so uh, and, and what I was thinking is. Because I know this for me, when I look at Crystal, I literally see perfection and beauty. And I'm not just saying that because she's here. But then if you were to grab like a 22-year-old kid who looks at me and then meets Crystal, he may have a moment in his mind where he goes, man, you know, wouldn't Josh prefer a 24-year-old woman? Because that's his paradigm. Yeah. But to me, I'm looking at Crystal going, no, no, this is exactly what I prefer. I love it. And I think I'll prefer and love it all the way until we're older. Um, so these men are older than I am and they probably look at their wives who look much older and say to them, this is my, this is my lady. I love her. I'm here for her anyway. So what was funny is I, what I'm getting at here is I think these guys look at their significant others and, um, think they're absolutely perfect because they've grown with them. You know, mm-hmm. just, it's like, yeah, us. yeah. So I called Crystal and, and I said to Crystal, cause I felt bad for the woman. The woman probably knows she looks old. In comparison to him, I go, Bev, next time that there is a moment where you need to invest in maintaining your beauty and your youth, Mm -hmm. don't hesitate. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart with with sincere, not for me, that's what I was getting at. That's why I did a long-winded explanation. Not for me. I guarantee you when Crystal's older and 10 years and wrinklier and whatever it is, I'm still going to find her physically attractive and beautiful because she's my wife and ride or die. Yeah. But I don't want us to go meet somebody and they go, what's your wife, (laughs) you know, and in their mind, they're of course, they're not going to say it out loud. And then my wife has to endure that. I don't want her to endure that. And here's the thing too, that we're all just learning, Danny. Right. Is because we're entering into this. Yeah. We've never been 40 before. We've never had to worry about, yes, having to maintain our, our youth. I guess Mm -hmm. that's the right term. Mm -hmm. So I, I just told Crystal, I said, spend the money when we're broke and we and, and when we're never broke but if we were ever broke we would talk about budgeting this that out yeah that yeah. but we're beauty, not so for now not. i want you to feel comfortable investing yourself so that when you are 60 you're a beautiful 
version of yourself that you're proud to be. And the the stuff you would need is cheap. Dude, exactly. Like you're I not mean, gonna need a fucking facelift where you gotta redo your cheek. Like you need a yeah. little Botox, little fillers here and there. There you go. Yeah, my Botox is next week, so thanks for that. And what's funny, joking. it's like everyone does it. Right. Like every no, woman everybody I know, does it. No. Every woman mm-hmm. I know twenty eight plus gets Botox. Not everybody. Ninety percent. A lot do. But Talk I mean I've group. I've gotten Go into your friend group. Let's say there's ten of you. Just rile it through your mind. Don't say their names, obviously. How many are in your ten in your in your friend group that get it? My close friend I would say You got ten, let's say. No, let's call it I six, would say half of them that. do. All right. Fifty that's a pretty big number. It's not twenty percent. Fifty percent. And then maybe the other twenty, thirty aren't saying shit. <laughs> they just want to look younger one day. <laughs> that's True. fun. True. Um anyway, so because you and Angie are gonna Go to the moon, and I love that. <laughs> um, tell her, man, invest in it so that she feels confident the whole time. Oh yeah, she's she's all over it. She's yeah. she's she's already on it. Like I said, like she had that wrinkle in her head, and she was like, "Oh my god, it's me getting old." Do you remember that moment with your hair? Oh yeah, where like that when, where when your stomach drops. Well, that first moment you realize you're like, "Oh shit," like it's okay. happening. Well, okay, it's kind of a the end. Okay, no. there was a moment where it, you were like. I'm going fucking bald. The first moment that you ever fucking realized it. it well, it was in San Francisco with my mom for Christmas. Uh-huh. And she gave us each 2000 bucks instead of a bunch of Christmas You and your presents. sister? My mom, my sister, and, and I. And she said, instead of spending a dollar on Christmas, here's two grand. Let's shop for the next three days. This is back when shopping was fun. And I was in one of the mirrors where it was the front mirror and the side mirror. Yes. And so when you turn around, you could see the back. And I saw the U forming. But the reason I have to give you a but is because the prison prison gate or some show the prison prison uh, prison know. break prison break you love okay. that show. was was <laughs> was hip and all of the main characters were bald okay so I literally saw the you in the in that mirror and I came out of the dressing room and I said to my mom I go let's go to we're going right to uh that was the first moment you realized you were balding. You never had a moment before. Yeah, because I didn't bald this direction. That was the first moment you saw the. Back I balded of your head. this way. Yeah, and right. so that was. So yeah, I guess that was the honest answer. That's what I remember. And we went right to the barber and I shaved it. That was it. Never yeah. fucking grew it back. Fucking my. You know who helped me fucking bick it? That was me. That was at what the M Resort. <laughs> I wish I would have fucking done that too before the wedding. Um, was, I don't remember where that it was. was the really M Resort. Yeah, we were at a, we were at a spa together. A spa, and I was like, just fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, and I wouldn't have had the freaking fuzz for my wedding photos. It, Just look. It doesn't look like that. He did. He, he looked. He looked broke. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> afford a razor. <laughs> I mean, I did pay for most of the wedding. So hey, no, she didn't. Oh, now he owes you. <laughs> well, let me tell you my first yeah, moment. Hit Go ahead, Dan. I was Tell playing, us about you going bald. I was like 22 years You're old. You're not bald. No, I mean, when I first realized like it was happening. Oh, it's I'm, happening. Uh, I was like 21, 22, and I'm playing video games, and like a bunch of people are over girls. I'm, I'm not even interested. I'm playing video games. And mm-hmm. I'm like, if they want to sit and watch, sit and watch. So I go to the bathroom, and I'm washing my hands, and I just start itching my head because it itches. And I just watched like snowfall of black hair fall down. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so I started doing this rubbing my hand on top of my head more. And eventually like this pile of fucking black hair started forming. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I grabbed my little thing here and I started pulling the hair back and I saw how thin it was getting. And then this started going, for, I'm like, it's fucking happening. 
was so I was like that is a much more traumatic experience. <laughs> I could see why you asked me for my story. Oh, I was fucking insecure. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm fucking balding. These girls are in my house. I just immediately sucked up, and I was like, this is terrible. This is terrible. How am I going to do it? I hope it stops. That is terrible, Dan. I'm sorry to hear that. And then Ricky Devon always told me, he's like, one day I woke up and all my hair was on my pillow. <laughs> wow, it's like that. Yeah, and I was See, like... I don't think I got to go down think, that road because I no, shaved it so fast. Yeah. I think wow. you shaved it so fast and I also... Maybe your hair was just thin to begin with, so it's not like your hair was your identity. Like a lot of people, their hair is their identity. So for you, you're just like, Meh, okay, whatever. Yeah, I don't think it was. Well, it never got to that point. It right. Was, I was young. I don't even know if I was you're 21. 20, like, maybe. Yeah. yeah, like if you were to lose your beard right now, would you feel... Yeah, you'd suck. probably yeah, feel that would. very insecure. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. Well, if you're ever a kid and you're 20 to 25 years old... Losing your hair sucks, but you fucking get over it, and eventually you start making jokes about yourself. Yeah, yeah, you kind of just man up and move on. Yeah, it's so part it, of the process. Like when you shaved your head, everyone made fun of you, and I felt bad for you, and it lasted a week, and then everyone <laughs> yeah, got used to you being bald. Yeah, you're right. And then no, it was just Josh's bald. That's like, so funny. Right? I remember <laughs> when it happened because I, I was in California yeah. when I did it, so it wasn't like I had an instant reaction from my right. friends. When I got back, I got. Ooh, Mr. Then, Clean, like yeah. all the shit, and then one week went by, and I'm like, and that's well, it. I was painless. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, or get way ahead of it. That that I might be better advice, Dan, because there's so much more out there now. But if if you even start to see it, spend the money on it. It's like yeah, four grand if you catch it. It's yeah. not hair plugs. That was 1980s. What is it now? Uh, it's hair transplant. Like uh, oh. So they they the pores on your head, they cut little X's in all your little pores. And then they take a hair follicle from mm -hmm. the back of your hair where it never goes bald, and they replace that follicle in one of those new X's. Ooh. So four thousand. What 000, was a plug then? Plug was it was fake hair. They would open a fucking hole and put oh. like this fake oh. hair into it. It wasn't even hair. It was it was very obvious. It was a huge plug. These are actual follicles. Why and do you grow. know so much about this? Because I'm getting it done. This year. <laughs> I was are you wondering. Get it done? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be four to five grand total. Yeah, I'd spend the money. Hey, you fly to Istanbul, they fucking hook you up. I can fill in my little cul-de-sacs. <laughs> Dude, if I, well, I mean, look at Crystal. You don't know what it's like to have cul-de-sacs. Mrs. Botox over here. <laughs> Listen, if I take a photo and my head is down Baby a little. Baby, called his forehead cul-de-sacs. <laughs> like, cul-de-sacs. It's meant to be funny. It is. Uh, you're welcome. But listen, <laughs> if I get caught taking a photo with my head down, I look like my forehead is like 80 feet. <laughs> so every photo, I go to be conscious. I gotta, you know, have my head back. There are hair loss solutions. They're very easy. You fly to Istanbul. It's like three days you're there. They treat you after. They let you go for three days. You come home. And in six months, you look like you have normal hair again. And that yeah. goes for women, men. Like I've seen pictures where you're just, it's unreal. Like we've finally gotten to the point where there's an answer. I watched uh, Chris Owls do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Came back. And now he's normal. He had to go through the grow hair back process, but he didn't have what he had. He had to do the whole thing. Yeah. He had like oh. 6,000 graphs. I need like 25 to 3,000. Wow. Mm. What's funny is you go up there, they offer an a la carte item list teeth, nose. While you're there, so, just get it all. So they're like, hey, while well, you're getting your hair, do you want to get an eye lift? Do you want to get this? Uh, wait, where is this? Istanbul, taking? Turkey. Istanbul. Oh. <laughs> Chris is like, what? It's actually, uh, it's very friendly. It's very American friendly. It's not bad at all. All right, guys, let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Um, I love our new dynamic. We're, we're, so if, if this is the, if you are, if you listen to the first few ones and then you're rolling into this one, yeah, this is going to be our new dynamic. We think that it was visually more, more pleasing. Um, you could see the room that we're in. Now we can have guests in here and 
um, and just a little more lively. We want to just have debate. We want to have conversation. We want to talk about hot topics. We want to give our opinions on stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I love that. We're yeah. perfecting it. Yeah. And so this, uh, we're, we're figuring it out. But um, so like, comment, comment share, share, subscribe. subscribe, subscribe, subscribe would be huge. Please subscribe. And uh, make sure you follow him. Yes. Go follow at I am Josh Galindo for more of this content. Content. All right. Well done, guys. See you next week. Hey, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you guys want to learn more about the tools, tips, and tricks that I use on a daily basis to maintain my success, stay connected with me through all of my socials at I am Josh Galindo.